Okay, here we go. The Panda Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> the moment you find yourself rooting for another man's illness or death is the moment you need to stop immediately in your tracks, pause, and take stock of your soul. You're the one who's sick and badly in need of help. You're rotting from within. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. With that being said, I hope you guys get over your diarrhea and don't die. Okay? I just... And I, you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach. Diarrhea! Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning, and I know we're... We miss when we don't mention which awards we've won on this podcast because there, you know, it's too many. So many of them. Yes, there's a long list. Nobody wants to hear that. It's a humble brag. <clears throat> you talk about oh, this trophy, that you know, this year, every year for four years, we won the you know Club Thirty Nine Podcast of the Year award. You just don't yeah. you don't talk nice. about that stuff. You let people nice. discover it and then uh, you know laud you. <laughs> this is Planet Mikey episode number two thirty one. If you say so. Bye, Bill. Where are you going, Smitty? I'm leaving. He's out of here. Oh, he's going to get Snapple, I bet. I can tell. He has, he's got the Snapple walk. Oh, I, I ordered these special. You've, uh, you've won the award. What's in the box? Yep. That's was what it, she said. What's in the box? What's the official <laughs> award right there? We're not going to open them on the air, are yeah, we? Yeah, you sure are. I ordered those special just for you and Ben. And uh, you want the Club Thirty Nine award? There it is. It's just, uh, it's just some kind of in the box. Tricky yeah. poppycock. It could be a little poppycock, but you go ahead and do this thing. Right, we're doing this. Yeah. Meanwhile, my wife's oh, texting me, box. you know, from from home. Yeah. She doesn't understand that I do a podcast mm. every every yeah. Tuesday at this time. Okay. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, look at that! Yeah, that's right. It's a mug. It's the oh. Club Thirty Nine mug. There it is, everybody. See, this is a professional broadcast studio. People don't realize it You've because won we're the... so unprofessional <laughs> at times. You've won the award. That's great. It's yeah, a major award. Do I get award. to keep the styrofoam as well? You certainly do. Because I'm uh, thinking of making a flotation device for uh, my puppy. That's a handy box for re-gifting stuff, too. And uh, welcome to What's in the Box. <laughs> well, you know what? I, talk to your gynecologist. We have a, uh, a great, great podcast coming your way. And uh, Ben, how much how's that for a mug, huh? That's awesome. Hey, Thank huh? you, Bill. Huh? Yeah. With a mug like that, you could develop a drinking problem. You should. We should give one to the guys at Pro Automotive uh, down in uh, Webster and Dudley. That can be done. Because they're proud sponsors of, yeah. the, of the podcast. Yeah. And uh, if you have, if you want to make an appointment to get anything done to your car at all, these are professionals, go to ProAutomotiveMA.com. The MA stands for... Mike Adams. They're at 199 Oxford Avenue, Dudley, 626 South Main Street, Webster, and 8 Englewood Street in Webster. And tell them uh, Mikey says hello. In fact, I'm, you know what? We had that calibration episode with Jason Russo. Yes. And I'm taking my car in tomorrow to have that calibration have that done. done. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't get jacked in the mile. He's going to fix that for me, as they, as they do with all my vehicles. Now, people go there and they say, you know, Mikey sent me or Mikey said hello. Do they, yeah. they get a bonus? No, no. Look, I got... I. I, they owe me nothing, these guys. I, I owe them for taking such good care of my vehicles. Uh, I see. Okay. You know, they're really good. Uh, we're also brought to you by Giacomo's in Melrose, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. What is it? Well, it's only the best authentic Italian cuisine in the entire Melrose mm-hmm. area. It's mm-hmm. the sauce. Bar none. Yep. yep. And uh, my grandma's coffee cake. I talked to Bob Cates, the, uh, the uh, owner and founder of my grandma's coffee cake. And he's a funny, funny, weird, wacko dude just like us. He's going to come on the podcast one of these days. <laughs> we'll talk cake. 
I, we haven't scheduled that yet because he's a busy man. Well, that sounds good. He's all over the place. He's a, he's a, he travels a lot, you know. Like Ben. Ben spends most of his time traveling here in traffic. Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Right, Ben? Poor right. Ben. If you want to contact the podcast, we will read your, uh, e- your emails. We've decided that we're going to uh, get more involved with the audience and actually give you, uh, the listener, a voice. And you're going to read the good mail <laughs> and the hate mail. Everything. Okay. If someone says, Mike, you're a fucking tool, I'm yeah. going to read that thing. <laughs> Uh, you can email us at planetmikeypodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Or, and, uh, or on Twitter. Oh, and uh, at Planet Mikey. Yep. It's very simple. Or you can talk to us with your voice at SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. It's free. Do it today. That's right. You want me to read an email into the um, Planet Mikey Podcast email? Sure. You right do now? that while I get a Snapple. All right. Uh, uh, this email came in six hours ago. It came from a Michael Adams. It says, this is a test. This Th- is a test. That's the email. That's it? Yep, that's it. Mikey's off getting a Snapple. So he wrote this or someone wrote it to him? Thank you. Look at that. A Snapple. A nice cold Snapple. Yeah, see, normally Ben would get here. Did you? Uh, normally Ben would get here early enough to get the snapples ready and put them on the table. I did you uh, pass the test? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Caspian Sea is actually a lake. You know, I, someone uh, asked me on a, an email about John Ryder. I said, "Yeah, I haven't oh, I seen Ryder in so long. We should get him to come in and do the podcast." Ryder, yes. Delano, I used to call him. He's a good man. John D. Ryder. Uh, I haven't seen him in, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been maybe three, four, five years? Yeah, probably five years. We got Chad Finn coming in. We're going we're gonna to talk about the radio industry. Oh, boy. On July 11th, uh, Chad Finn okay. is scheduled. But in the meanwhile, a lot of things going on in the world that can either make you really sick or really happy. Uh, I have a couple of news stories. I know <laughs> Bill's over there. What's the button for news? Did what is you, it? In news? And now the news with Mike Adams. <laughs> An Ohio woman has been charged with murder. This is a serious story. I'm going to get serious, serious. She's been charged with murder after police say she left her toddler alone in her Cleveland home oh. for more than a week. Oh. Now, Ben. Now, yes. Your boy's, it? what, a year and a half, too? Uh, almost two. That would be considered a toddler, wouldn't you a think? A toddler. Yeah. She left her toddler there for more than a week and returned to find her daughter dead. Officers with the Cleveland Division of Police were called to the woman's home at 7.51 a.m. last Friday where they found the 16-month-old child unresponsive. According to an incident report, medics pronounced the girl dead at the scene. The child's mother. Wow. Where was the mother? this woman enough. Why'd she leave the kid home? 31-year-old Crystal Candelario was arrested and charged with murder. She appeared Tuesday morning. Guess where she was? Vegas. Uh, on vacation. Oh. The, the Cuyahoga, Cuyah, what was that? Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Ohio? I've never been there. Obviously. Cuyahoga. They're conducting a full autopsy, although the police did not observe any overt signs of physical trauma. She just probably didn't eat or drink yeah. for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good thing the mother eight. went on vacation to Puerto Rico Ooh. and Detroit. It's 
good thing there weren't any uh, animals. As you do. She went to Puerto Rico and Mm. Detroit, left the toddler at home for eight days. The baby is dead, and this woman should go not only to prison for life, but to hell for eternity. Mm. What an... there is no, there's, to me, there's no bigger crime than a crime against that young kind of humanity. Uh, yep. Awful. Kid sat there just longing for his, her, his or her Crying mother to walk through the door. You know, yep, co- coincidentally, I picked up a lift drive, a, a lift drive on the way over because I was bored, you know, and the line at Dunkin' Donuts was still out. So I, I picked up this lady, and she, we had to go pick up her kid, and her kid's like two. We had to go pick up her kid, and so, and we did that, and I got him there safely. But in the meanwhile, the lady, have you ever seen Beetlejuice on the Howard Stern show? Oh, Jesus. Yes. She looked just like him. I almost felt sorry for her. We should the teeth and everything. Just the whole thing was Beetlejuician. And she had a two-year-old? Two-year-old, yeah. Lori Who was, by the way, adorable and beautiful kid. Give her time. Wow, Jesus fucked up, Bill. Uh, no, and now man, another Lord. <laughs> oh my God! Now, <clears throat> did you hear about that other uh, murder in Southern California? Yes, the woman who didn't uh, did this scare the shit out of you as a Lyft driver? Do you see this, Bill? No. Uh, an Uber driver in Southern California was shot and killed by his passenger, and uh, sitting the, in the back seat never saw it coming. I the, thought it was in like Texas or something. Maybe it's Texas. I don't know. I think it was Texas. Okay, I, whatever. Who cares? By the Mexican border. Yeah. Close enough to the Mexican border. The lady Great. thought she was being kidnapped. She thought she was being kidnapped because she saw a sign that says Juarez, Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that must be Texas. Yeah, She Texas. just happened to be carrying a gun, though. <clears throat> well, it's Texas. Well, yeah. well here's the thing. I mean, lift driving doesn't scare me at all. First of all, I'm a notorious badass. Okay? Secondly, I have a gun. <laughs> it's a thirty-eight, and, you know, you, if you're stupid enough... Like, I've been watching a lot of... Uh, I like how you didn't tell them about your other gun, too. Hmm. I've been watching... Uh, <laughs> I've been watching uh, Matt Dillon and, and Gunsmoke. I'm addicted to it now. I've been binge watching. Did I see that episode? And they have 20 years worth of episodes, so it's great. But Matt Dillon always did the right thing. So many times it required pulling out his gun and shooting somebody dead. Mm-hmm. But he always did the right thing, and he was he was a you know a solid, fair marshal, the best in all of Kansas, mm-hmm. without a, without question. His reputation was awesome, and I watch it now, and it gives me. Uh, more moral fiber. So you're like he's a role model for you. I, 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 if I could aspire to be anybody in the world, and of course I don't want to go back to 1867 or anything like that. But Matt Dillon is a role model. You'd rather you be like him than Paul Kersey. And I would bang Kitty every <laughs> every chance I got. Oh, I have another news story. News. Are you ready? Now the news with Mike Adams. A clinical trial funded by the United Kingdom's National Institute for Health and Care Research is testing whether pills made from the freeze-dried poop of healthy people could help those with advanced liver disease. They're calling them crapsules, (laughs) which is beautiful. Are they really? Yes, right there. See it? Individuals with cirrhosis, which is a liver condition. Uh, A condition involving severe scarring and damage of your liver. I think that's what Mickey Mantle had. Mm. Uh, they have higher levels of bad gut bacteria that make them more susceptible to infections. The cirrhosis of the liver. See, we are a, a full-service podcast. Researchers are hoping that pills containing feces with, quote, good bacteria of healthy individuals will improve the gut health of patients with cirrhosis and reduce the need for antibiotics. Couldn't so they... eat shit and die is not necessarily the end result here. So I guess you don't have to... Uh... 
Eat a shit sandwich you to prolong uh, oh. your life. Uh, the Crapsules, which have none of the taste. <laughs> That's great. Good the for cra- them. The Crapsules, which have none of the taste or smell, as the name would suggest. Now, this was some guy in England did this? This is a, a study at the National Institute for Health and Care. Were you not listening at the very beginning of the no, story? No, I study? missed the very, you, very you beginning. You missed the entire I was setup. To, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. God. And and he's the number one production wizard go in ahead. all of New England. Mr. All Kirk, of New England. Mr. Crapsel, go ahead. <laughs> About 300 patients are expected mm-hmm. to take part in the trial. Would you take those p- crapsules? If I mean, if you had a liver issue, would you do it? Eat the, eat the poop of some person? I guess. I mean, if I had a liver problem and I was going <laughs> to die soon, yeah. 300 patients are expected to take part with participants randomly assigned either a freeze-dried stool capsule or a placebo tablet. Each oh, and see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a part of this test and not know. Give me the crap tablets. Crapsules? Crapsules. <laughs> crapsules. Yeah. Give yeah. me the crapsules. Crap now, I have another story here, but you already did it, really. It's about oh, the lady I'm you kidnapped in El Paso. You know, this, this is why you get here early, Ben, not 45 minutes late. I'm sorry. Okay. Now, yeah. Ben, has, do we have a demerit system here on the podcast? Yeah, we do. He has to give the cup back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crapsules. He gets no crapsules today. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll give so it back. That's yeah. my yeah. only... 100 pieces in the driveway. My <laughs> only news segment, although I did get a mug. You so did I'm, get a mug. It's been yeah. a pretty good day so Let's far. See. Well, everybody knows baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place, really no better place at all, to get in on the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book, for heaven's sake. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks, a grand, baby. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to join today. Now, I've been doing pretty well with baseball. The three T's have been getting me through. Yeah, Texas, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. I don't think you can go wrong with one of those three teams, and you don't want to miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to sign up. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. 21 plus, present in Massachusetts, first online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. Gambling helpline MA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Uh, did you see, you guys, you know the guy, who? what's his name, uh, Rachel Levine? He's yes. the uh, assistant director of the National Health, uh, whatever, whatever, what, what is it? In an admiral suit. And he wears a little, uh, yeah, an yeah. admiral suit, but it's a skirt because he's a guy who thinks he's a woman or who wants to be a woman, who dresses like a woman, and he's now, he's one of the cabinet members that people are so fond of. Trans. He is, uh, was telling people that, uh, you know, it's su- su- tra- traditional ex- uh, exposure to this issue and the, the right medications and the right counseling can keep you from committing suicide if you're confused about your gender. And he's talking to a little, like a kid, a, you know, a young teenage kid, and he said, Did you, now do you agree that it helped you prevent... Suicide, and he's like, honestly, this guy's a wacko. So I tweeted a picture of him last night, and I said, Admiral... You know, he's a wacko Ad- not because he's transgender. He's just plain yeah, crazy. Admiral advocates <laughs> for major corporal punishment of your privates in general. <laughs> and, and I put the picture of the guy up there, because this guy is pr- promoting... Young teenage of girls course. to cut off their breasts oh, yeah. and guys to have their to be castrated. Well, they're still confused. So, and, yeah. Now, tell me why that's okay 
why is it okay for not just for the government to and, and Biden to hire this guy, but for everybody to accept that point of view as okay? How can you say, oh, no, that's, that's fine. That's fine. You tell it, brother. You know, they want us to belong to their club, but if you don't belong to the club, you choose not to belong to their club and think like they do, they get pissed at you. And, and then you're, you're basically cast aside. But it's like the, what, better than being castrated. Is that the true. attention <laughs> that this whole gender thing is getting is distorting the reality of life that that is ninety percent of the people in the world a don't think it's normal, don't want to see it in their face, or have their kids have to see it mm. until they're of an age where they can digest it properly. What did right? they do before we had the technology to perform all this stuff? You know, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore slept in twin beds, two separate beds next to each other in the same... I mean, come on. That's I mean, why you tripped you're, over the thing all the time. If you were married to Mary Tyler Moore, you wouldn't be jumping into that single bed with her. I mean, I guess if your name is Dick Van Dyke. Well. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a different story. That's right. They cha- the world has changed so much. I mean, you never saw Matt Dillon uh, and Kitty romantically touch each other. They just were kind of coy with each other. Yeah. You know? So it left it all to the imagination. And then you throw in Festus. <laughs> Matthew, where should you put new condoms? Everybody's entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> uh, I have come up with a revolutionary concept, too. Ooh. You know this whole bullshit <clears throat> thing that they nowadays with the... You know those gender reveal parties? Oh, yeah. Yes. They have a, a balloon pops and pink dust comes out if it's a girl or blue if it's a boy. They hit a wiffle ball and it blows up. Or, you know, you know they have all these little mm-hmm. tricky little things. They've got to stop doing those. Why? Because we've now come to realize, America has taught us, that no, you can't know the kid's gender That's right. until they're five years old in kindergarten talking to a psychotherapist. They'll tell you what your gender is when it's time to. That's right. Now, your parents won't do it with a balloon. In the front yard with the neighbors watching? Because they can't. What they're doing then is denying you the choice that you can easily make when you're five years old, and it's time to make that choice according to so certain We've people. been wrong since human life began here on Earth. We've been wrong up until now. Isn't that the... So how long till a kid sues their parents over a gender reveal party? Oh, I bet it's how already long? happened. Yeah. You think so? Oh. Yeah. Sure. Right. And uh, hopefully they have, they have to pay up because that's important. Now this this whole gender thing, yeah, uh, is weird because did you see the video from Seattle? From Seattle? Why no? Oh, you mean the, the nude uh, guys on bicycles? Yeah, did, yeah, I did see. Did that. you see that? No. Well, you could Google it if you really want to get sick right now. There's all no. these nude, old, wrinkly old with their scrotums hanging down, and uh, <laughs> they're they're riding around on bicycles. And there's kids in the street because it's Parade Pride Day, so there's kids on the street, and there's these nude guys with their junk hanging out, riding around in circles on bicycles, waving to the kids and saying hi. And you say to yourself, "Waving what to the kids?" Well, you know. <laughs> No wait, the the, the bikes had important question. The bikes had seats. No, that's just it. They oh. did not have seats. None of them. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they get. Uh, our our nation is uh, becoming stupider. I, I heard this on the news. Yeah. To, actually, it was today. Hmm. And now remember, it's not news. It's, it's news. News. Well, yes. Blue suit news. And now the news. Hmm. You know, I, I miss my calling. I should have been a weatherman. When I think about how, with a few exceptions, how unentertaining these meteorologists are. Yes. doesn't matter what network they're on or what TV station they work for. And there, some of them, I know them. They're really good guys. And 
my friend Ken Fishkin has them, many of them as clients. Mm-hmm. Meteorologists are scientists. They have to get a scientific degree in predicting the weather and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's the weather. Can't you goof around a little bit, act stupid, do some dances? Like that guy, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, Al Caprillion. Al Caprillion. I mean, he wasn't even funny or anything. He was just goofy. Just a dumb and voice. People would tune in because he had that weird whack. Oh, and we had one in Hartford, Hilton Catterley. I told you about him. He got blown off Mount, Mount Washington. <laughs> That's a great clip. It, it, it's great. But he was like, you know, Hill. He was like, well, the weather is forecast. We get gets cloudy. A gollywhopper coming our way tomorrow. But everybody loved him because he was such a folksy guy. I should have been a weather guy because then I could have had uh, my lack of credi- credibility would only hurt me when I got the weather wrong. Give us a weather forecast right now, Mike. How would you audition for this show? Go ahead. Well, of course, tonight we're going to have mixed cloudiness and a dicey situation, variable cloudiness throughout the evening and into tomorrow morning when we'll have a heavy overcast skies, temperature to low 60s. I'm your, your meteorologist Mike Adams reporting for NECN, New England Cable News, where the news you need is on right now. Wow, that was pretty Where good. was the funny part? There wasn't any. There was... Uh, you didn't know? You didn't notice? Uh, I was going to say how stupid we're getting. I don't even know if the meteorologists in the future will need anything, but they'll be AI. They'll all be AI going, beep, and they'll be right every time. You know, the smartest one, the best one is Cindy Fitzgibbon. She's lovely. She's got the she whole is. thing going on. She's smart, and she knows the weather like crazy. Yeah, my friend Tim Kelly, of course, you know, uh, is uh, a good guy. Hey, they're, they're, they're always good people, you know, because they got nothing, no axe to grind. Uh, math scores in America are down 5%. That's all? Well, uh, reading is down 3%. Now, that's coming off of a, a bad couple of years before this where they were down even more. Mm. In other words, the trend is still, they're still going down. If we lost a 8% during the pandemic year and then 5% the next year, we're still losing ground, which, which indicates to me that somebody in the Educational process is not doing a very good job. Meanwhile, over in China, they're teaching the kids calculus and algebra. And, uh, India. Yeah. They're, they're so unbelievable uh, in India. The, the educational process is so functional and successful. Mm-hmm. What's going on in America? Russian though? schools, too. Yeah, teaching them real stuff. You, how do you know? You've been to a Russian school? Yeah, sort of, yeah, kind of. Mississippi is the number one state now in, in math. Did you, you believe this? In America. Wow. They're doing something right there. I don't know if it involves school choice or curriculum. I think they're coming back from a reputation of being like the poorest uh, yeah. educational system. Yeah, thinking so. of rednecks is stupid rednecks, you know. And yeah. Yeah. But they're number two in reading in the country. That's great. Mississippi and number one in, uh, in math. And I never would have, if you would ask me, okay, name a state that's doing the best in math, I would say Massachusetts or something. Yeah. New York, I don't know. But it wouldn't be Mississippi. No. <laughs> we used to have the best. In Massachusetts? Yeah. yeah. Master, I got a whole bunch of stuff to say uh, about the people that run the state of Massachusetts, but I won't do it. I'll save it for another podcast called, say, <laughs> 15 Minutes of Shame. Hey, how, mm. about the, uh, how about the people that run the, uh, the city of New York? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was scrolling through Twitter today, and I came across Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy, comes, he lives in New York. He's got a favorite pizza place in New York. Here's what he had to say. Apparently, in New York City, some fucking little liberal arts, Ivy League, pink-haired, crazy liberal who's never worked one day in the real world (laughs) is on an environmental commission. And they woke up from their little nappy poo, wherever that may be. And they're like, I figured out how to save the world today. 
we have to get rid of coal oven pizzerias in New York City. <laughs> we got to stop that. The, the emissions, I guess, is pollution. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what's going on in New York? You got rats. You got trash in the city. You got people getting slashed on the subway. You got flash mobs robbing stores. You think shutting down like 10 to 15 pizza places is going to make a fucking difference? He's pissed. They've been there for 100 he likes pizza. fucking years. But this is sometimes like, hey, Dave, you, you can't threaten people. Well, this is a threat. I can threaten people. If they come after John's a bleaker. I will come for their throat, and I will never let go till I squeeze the life out of them. Leave the fucking pizzerias alone. You come for them, I'm coming for your throat. That's a promise. Good job. I mean, you know, and, and how ridiculous is it to, to, to take a staple of New York uh, cuisine and say, okay, well, you know what? We're, come on. There was a guy yesterday <laughs> throwing pizza over the fence. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. New York it's is notoriously stupid anyway. Now, you know what they're going to do now? They're going to charge you twenty three bucks. You don't suppose it's coming this way, do you? Twenty three bucks to drive to Manhattan because of the traffic. So if you want to go to Manhattan, you got to pay twenty three. And and then some states, including New York, are going to have a a new thing where they charge you by the mile mm. instead of by the gallon of gasoline. Uh, the, oh, by the way, the noto- Gavin Newsom is such a douchebag. Listen to this. He he's tweeted. A, he's a slick-talking, fast-talking jerk. He tweets, oh, we're going after big oil so they can't <laughs> gouge you. Oil prices, we're not going to let it. We have a new law in California so they can't. Guess what? Your, your state is number one by far in gasoline tax, 54 cents per gallon. Yeah. So if, you, if here if gas is four, $4, let's say, mm-hmm. it's four fifty-four automatically just for the state tax in California. It's unbelievable. The guy's an idiot. I can't stomach that. And they want to rush him in to take uh, Biden's place. It's coming. Yeah, he's a piece of work. That guy's he's he's what I like to call, or he's what Louis Tiant used to call a clown. (laughs) C l o w n g, clown. Uh, I had a guy on Twitter. This is this really troubled me a little bit because I've been following this guy for a while. His name is Murph. Yeah, and he his his avatar is uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk. And he's, you know, he does some good tweets. And, I, you know, I've been following him for a few years. And he follows me and so on and so forth. The other day, and I didn't know if I was, he was serious about this, he tweets out that the Beatles were the most overrated band in the history of music. <laughs> and it, it just, it lit me on fire. Because I said, well, I, th- I thought, first I thought, okay, he's just kidding. He's just trying to get clicks, right? But he, then he starts backing up his, what did they ever do? They you know, what they make teenage girls scream and all this stuff. Like, wait a second. What did they do? In six years, they did 15 of the best-selling albums of all time. Yeah. They inspired almost every single musician that came after them mm-hmm. uh, through to include from the Rolling Stones all the way through, you know, to Sting and Nirvana. They, they influenced everybody. And how could he possibly say that with a straight face? And he, then I said, well, who's better? And he gave me, you know, uh, Pink Floyd, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, they're, they're, they're great. But you ask any of them, did the Beatles influence you? And they're going to say, oh, my God, yes. Yep. And then you ask those same acts, who's the greatest band of all time? It's the Beatles. Listen, if you want to say that about, <clears throat> like, the first half of the Beatles' career, their catalog, that's just kind of like teeny bop kind of crap. And, you know, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe. But the second half is they completely, were twenty years old. It's completely different music. Yeah, completely. 
Well, yeah, and it and it advanced in a way that was, you know, obviously iconic, yeah. and and remarkable, and the reaction to it was unanimous, pretty much. You know, name another act where they, if they released a single, there'd be a line around the record store to pick up your copy yeah. of a ninety-nine cent single. The Beatles were a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, uh, truly. And I, I just, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't get into Twitter back and forths on things that, that seem obvious to me. You know, uh, but to say, okay, so you don't like the Beatles, so maybe they're not. You don't think they're the greatest band of all time, but to say that they're the most overrated band of all time. Who would you say is the greatest performer, um, contemporary performer of all time? I'm, Carrot Top. Mm. Yeah, he is so, that guy is so, he's just I mean, mu Musician. Oh, musician. Yeah, musician. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who uh, would it be? Who would stand out the most? I think it would probably be, there was a harp player, not the uh, harmonica, the actual Harp. Yeah, Deborah Conan. Harpo uh, Marx. No, I don't. I mean, it's hard to pick the. Because which genre are you talking about? You know? Contemporary, period. I mean, I, people say, I, I like Tom Jones. Now, I don't think he's the greatest, but he's amazing. He's, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, he's got an unbelievable voice. He had an unbelievable voice. He still does. Was never boring. Did you ever see him sing a song? No. It was just kind of. And uh, he stood out of the crowd, you know, yeah. his, his vocal talent, oh, yeah. you know. Um, Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. Was pretty. I mean, there's a long list of oh, those, like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Now you'd have to put up like Taylor Swift up there. Oh, uh, yeah. Like there's like a Mount Rushmore, but it has a lot more heads on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know Elvis, the, right? Do you know? Oh yeah. Elvis, you know they yeah. have that that whole gender thing that went on in Target where they had the. What is your fucking obsession with this? No, it's just a, it's a topical thing, Ben. I know. No, but every week to talk about it. Every I'm, week, I'm, I'm just there's a fucking civil war in Russia for about 24 hours. A, a sub you, sunk you, looking you, for the Titanic. We can talk about news? any of those. Do things. you watch the news? It's all about the gender shit right now. No, I don't watch the same news now, you what, watch. By the way, what's your gender? I don't know anymore. <laughs> what are your pronouns? I don't know ben? anymore. They're hammering us with this. It's it's it's. Kind of, I, what I was trying to say was before you rudely interrupted oh, me, God. Peckerwood. Oh. I don't think you can that, say they're hammering you know, us anymore. The Target had the thing for the the gender, the pouch, the bathing suits, and all this. Yes, stuff. But like a kangaroo. When, when back when Michael Jackson was popular, they had they always had Michael Jackson uh, underwear sales. Boy, boys underwear half off. <laughs> That was a long way to say that. Well, that's because you know what? I got deterred by your bullshit. It's not bullshit. Yes, it is. It's complete bullshit. God damn it. I saw a guy on TV. I felt bad for the guy. He was trying to make a point on either Fox News or, or CNN or something. And he's talking about what they did uh, in response to a certain situation. He goes, he says, well, you know, we want to make sure we crossed all the I's and dotted all the T's. And it was, <laughs> I'm thinking... How do you dot your T's? Yeah. I mean, I, I can cross my eyes, but I felt bad for the guy because he's here. He is trying to be an impressive source uh, about some current problem, and uh, and he said something that unlame and stupid. Did he get slapped for that? No, no, I said a word. So. I would like to slap the uh, Red Sox for one thing they did, they didn't do right. You remember Michael Waka? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do. Yeah, you know he's now he's like eleven and two. With a two, could they use a, a pitcher in their rotation? The Red He's Sox? having like the best season of any pitcher Ever. in majors right now. Yeah, He's like um, a, eleven and two with a two point three nine earned run average. Yeah, Mike. and they let Evaldi go, who's 
also awesome Doing well this Texas, year. Yeah. And uh, you brought in Corey Kluber, who, what, made like six starts and then got shuffled off to the bullpen? Awful done. He's been way done. They should have mm. known that. They, that, was, that was a, but Michael Waka, I mean, uh, I just like his name. Waka, 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 Waka. Well, why'd they waka, do that? Waka. Why do you suppose they did that? Uh, they, 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 they're stupid. They it's, made a very bad. Now they're, they're, they're in last place in the Eastern Division. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're just a run around the 500 mark. The Eastern Division is a tough division, but they're not competitive with these other teams. If you think they're anything close to Tampa Bay or Toronto or well, the Yankees if they were healthy, oh, Baltimore know. and Tampa are up there and all playing well. So uh, that's they that, suck. That's a look at sports. I'm Biff Barnes, biffing them in and barfing them right back at you. <laughs> now Ron DeSantis <laughs> is. Uh, I don't usually do politics on this podcast. You know that. That's true. Yeah, I've never heard you do any politics. But I got to say this about Ron DeSantis. Okay, he came out and said what Trump that said he, that he would put. Yeah, yeah, that he would put the military at the border. Use, if necessary, after he builds a wall, lethal force to stop people from breaking through the wall. Drug smugglers. Yeah, bad, bad guys. And that he would deport all, all the illegal aliens. Now, there's probably 20, 20 million illegal aliens in this country, right? Eisenhower did it. He went after them with, uh, with guns blazing. Well, the thing is, I don't want to shoot them or anything, but, you know, I if, mean, if they're going to stay. Metaphorically. To me, if they're going to stay. We have to know who they are. You know, we should fingerprint them so that if they do a crime, we know, oh, it's this illegal alien and you can deport them or whatever. It doesn't matter what country they're from because people are coming across the border from 170 different countries. Criminals come from everywhere. So if you can know who they are and make them pay taxes if they get a job, it's only fair. We all pay taxes. And if they come across the border and they don't pay taxes, that's not fair. What's going to prevent them from voting? Uh, voter ID. Mm. And you got their fingerprint. You got their thumbprint. See, they, we should do it like Disney does. Everybody that comes into this country and is allowed into this country, we have their thumbprint. Mm. Like, like, like when you go to Walt Disney World, they, they know it's you. They tend to see if it's you. They have you push your finger on the thing. Oh, it's you. They know. Why can't we do that with everybody that comes in here? So at least we know who they are and where they are, for, you know, where they're for, right? I and mean, they'll, just, be, they'll be cutting off thumbs of people. No, but, but to me, it's just important that we, if people are going to be allowed in this country, that we should be able to, A, collect taxes from them if they work, and because they send money back to their home countries, mm. and, it, and it drains our economy while we're paying for their stuff here. And it's, it should be done, everything should be done fairly. That's my, that's my view. Speaking of that, here's Woody Harrelson. If a company pollutes the environment or uses bad business practices, if you don't buy their stuff, they will change. If you don't want food with chemicals or GMOs in it, then don't buy it. The minute we start taking responsibility and spending our money wisely, every politician, every corporation and leader around the world is going to know that we have woken up. The common man just wants to live in peace and justice in a clean environment. When we look around the world and we see that that is not the case, we know that the will of the majority is not being listened to. That's the first sign that our system is broken. Government won't make these changes for us. Yet again, it is down to the common man. It's vitally important that you understand this because this gives you ultimate power to change the world you live in. Well spoken. A little bit long, says the so guy. So what? Dad well, no, but he, killed JFK. He's not as long as you were. Dad killed JFK. Well, yeah. 
Charles B. Harrelson, who spent the rest of his life in prison for shooting a judge in the neck. Never mind GMOs, Woody. Talk about your daddy killing oh, JFK. What, what was that from? What, what the hell is he doing? He was is he a, running for office? I, 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 like, I like to see Hollywood finally wake up and oh, say, okay. some, say some shit that's smart instead of, uh, well, he, I like Woody Harrelson. He's been, yeah. he's been a tremendous... I know, thought that was that would be of interest to you. Uh, the longer instead you, of, you around, complained about it being long. Well, it was a little long. It, right. it, was, it wasn't long. thirty. It was probably forty-eight. It was. Uh, I'll tell you how long it was. It was at least forty-eight. Fifty. Yeah, fifty it's seconds. I got a good. clock in my head. It's that's like good. unbelievable. Yeah, that's good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, the longer you're around, the more people have to respect you. It's like Wayne Newton. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> you got to respect the guy. You know, he might have a puffy face that's been treated by a lot of different doctors, you know, and Botox shot into it. But, you know, he's been around a long time. People know who he is. Speaking of which. What is it? Did you guys hear that Frankie Valley got married again? Wait a minute. Isn't he 100 years old? He's 90. 90 years Almost old? Almost 90. I, his girl is... Uh, now, listen to this. This is kind of a little bit creepy. The Jersey boy... Uh, Frankie Valley. What do you suppose he's worth? He married April Kirkwood, and they had a decades-long love affair with Frankie, and it began when she was just six years old. As she remembers it, she loved the Four Seasons more than anything. So even that's at the song, "My Eyes Adore You." Even at that age, what? Oh. Celebrity net worth says he's worth eighty million dollars. My eyes adore you. He talked about somebody being. Uh, Six years yeah, old when yeah, he first saw her. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So as she remembers it, the, she loved the Four Seasons, and her even at six years old, and her mother and aunt would take young April to shows, talking their way backstage. April's would April would make a beeline for Valley, and he'd scoop her up and carry her around while she nuzzled her face oh. in his neck. Ten years later, she'd be losing her virginity to him at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> Is that what it says? When she was sixteen. Oh man. After having sex with Valley that first time, the singer said, Now don't do this with anyone else. <laughs> Big girls don't cry. He added that it was late and that she should get going home. Oh. Now he's married to her. 23 years younger, but, you know, we, she lost her virginity to him when he was 39 and oh. she was 16. So in honor of that, and because we love uh, the Italian culture of the of the uh, singers and songwriters that's correct we've got this from this from joe and jerry to close down this epic episode of the planet mikey podcast Big girls don't cry. what's that Big girls don't i can't cry. hear you joe can you hear me now testing big girls, big girls. they don't cry i i Big girls, they don't cry. You mean fat chicks? They don't cry. My girl, well, she said goodbye, yai, yai. My girl, didn't cry, troop. Told my girl we had to break up. Thought that she would call my bluff. When she said, to my surprise, Big girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry. But they ball a lot, Joe. They don't cry. Big girls, they don't cry. They said, they don't cry. 
I was cruel. I was cruel. Or maybe I'm a fool, Joe. That's Shaw's. Shame on you, your mama said. Shame on you, she gave you head. Shame on you, you told a lie. Big girls do cry. Big girls, they don't cry. And I don't let them in my back seat either. Big girls, real big. They don't cry, Joe. Frankie Valley needs an alibi.